Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings, and actions, change our results, and feel less alone as we navigate this crazy little thing called life. My name is Emily Chabborn, and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, Unashamedly Human with Emily Chabborn. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this global community, and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram too, Unashamedly Emily, and enjoy this episode. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. And today we're going to talk about something that's been coming up so much recently with my clients. So I'm currently halfway through running a course called Revamp which is designed for women who have just felt like the fatigue of 2021 and 2022 and they wanted to revamp their lives, they want to join a line in the sand, get some quick manifestation wins under their belt. And these women are manifesting awesome things, like we've only been at it two weeks and already we've had thousands. I'm talking like one chick had $23,500 manifest in the last week and a half. Business success, clients, money rolling in, a car... Like, it's crazy what people can manifest when you learn how to live within the parameters of energetic law. And one of the things that has come up in that group, and it's funny because it's been really echoed in the hub recently as well, is that it's quite uncomfortable for some women to celebrate their wins. They feel like they come across as braggy. They feel like they come across as like up themselves, they're worried that other people will judge them, other people won't like them, and so they tend to keep the wins to themselves. Or they acknowledge that something awesome has happened or they've done something great, they've taken some action, they've nailed the job interview, they've achieved something in some way, shape or form. But then instead of sitting in the glory of that and really soaking up and really letting it sit in, their mind immediately goes to, yeah, but I haven't done this and I've still got this to do and I still haven't reached this target and this is still going on over here. And so they don't sort of give themselves permission to like really lean into their own phenomenalness. I don't know if that is a word, but it's a good one. If it's not, it should be. So Dictionary of Emily coming on strong. So today I thought if this is happening for lots of my clients, I'm pretty sure it must be a theme. So we're going to talk about it on today's podcast, self-celebration and why we're a little bit rubbish at doing it. All right, so let's start, let's start, I'm on fire today, just so you know, expect quite a lot of sounds that don't really resemble words coming out my mouth because that's just the vibe I'm in. All right, so self-celebration, why is it important that we self-celebrate? And to begin with, I want to look at this through the lens of manifestation, So most of us want to manifest more stuff, right? We are products of the materialistic, capitalistic world in which we live. Who here doesn't want to have more money? Who here doesn't want to have more connection, more love, more adventure, a nicer car, a bigger house, nicer clothes? Like we are all in the pursuit of the material stuff. Very few people, and there are, but very few people are not attached to the materialistic world in which we have been born and bred. When it comes to manifesting more, and and I'll just put a little thing in here, actually. The things that we desire by themselves are not particularly exciting. Like the outfit that you desire 
doesn't bring you joy until you attach emotion and meaning to it. A car is just a car until you decide that that car is going to make you feel a certain way. Money is just money until you attach the meaning onto money of safety or success or happiness. So these material possessions, which we all covet, like we have to address the narrative around, well, why do I want this particular thing? And again, this is really important when we do want to manifest more because it's the vibrational frequency that the universe understands. The universe doesn't understand car. The universe understands the feeling of the desire of the car. The universe doesn't understand money. The universe understands the feeling that you desire as a result of that money. And you can have that feeling now. Like you can't wait to be rich to feel rich. You have to feel rich now. That is the way that the universal conversation goes. The universe doesn't understand English. It's not reading the words that you write down on your goal list. It is the feeling that it is being created in you when you attach to your desire, your dream, your goal, which is why we write them down. It's why we have vision boards. It's why we visualize them. It's why we stay in the pursuit of them because it's the, the vibrational frequency that we want to create That that because that is what the universe latches onto, which is why when we are in the pursuit of our dreams and our goals, we can't feel in lack of them. We must feel grateful for what we already have and then amplify that. And it's the amplification that brings our goal closer to us. It's not the scarcity of why haven't I got that yet? When is that coming to me yet? I don't have enough of this because that vibrational frequency only amplifies that vibrational frequency. So when it comes to manifestation, when we don't celebrate our wins, when we don't sit there and like, let's say, for example, I'm just going to use the metric of money because it's so easy to quantify. So let's just say, for example, that you want to manifest $5,000 in your business this month and it gets to the 10th of the month and you've manifested $1,000. Most people are going to sit there and be like, oh, God, I've still got $4,000 to go and I'm already 10 days in. Now, that vibrational frequency of that attitude is this isn't enough, this isn't good enough, I don't have enough. When we learn to celebrate that $1,000, the vibrational frequency that we produce is what the universe will then pick up on and amplify. So the best way for me to describe this to you is like, you know when, um, when parents take their children to soft play areas? My, my actual idea of living hell, not because I don't like children, I think it's a lot of parents' idea of living hell as well. It's not that I don't like children, it's just... There's just a lot of plastic and a lot of color and a lot of noise. And we all know it, a lot of germs hanging around in those places, right? But kids love them, so we take them there. Rock on. Now imagine that you're taking little Rosie, right, to the soft play area. And you're like, Rosie, we're going to go to the soft play area today. And Rosie looks at you and there's kind of like an expressionless look on her face. And you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe she just needs to, you just need to be there to really get it, you know? So off you go, you and little Rosie, and you go to the soft play area and you go through that weird gate that they have to have in case children try and escape. And the shoes come and Rosie goes into the ball pit and you're like, having a good time from the side thinking, please don't make me get in. Please be able to play by yourself and the other kids. Hey, having a good time, Rosie, having a good time. And Rosie's just like, nah, it's all right. And you're like, what? And Rosie's like, it's all right. Like, you're probably not going to take Rosie back again. You don't necessarily have to have the conversation with her about being grateful, but there will be a bit of you that's like, ungrateful bitch, <laughs> I'm taking you back again. Like, why would I take you back there when you're not enthusiastic about the experience you're having when you are there? And that's how the universe is looking at us all of the time. The more enthusiastic about what we have, 
the more likely the universe is going to give us more of it. Now, if Rosie had gone into that ball pit and she was having the time of her life and she was laughing and she was playing and she was connecting and she was relishingness and relishing, sorry, in the deliciousness of the entire situation, you take her back again. You'd be like, fuck, Rosie loves that. Rosie bloody loves the soft play. I'm going to take her back there whenever I possibly can because I want to see that delight in her. I want to see that joy in her. And so you would take her back to the soft play area time and time and time and time again, even if you hate it, right? So that's the attitude that you need to be having with the universe. When you make a dollar, you celebrate the shit out of it like you've made a million. When you have achieved something, even if your to-do list is still really long, you, achieve, you, you celebrate it. And this is why, in terms of manifestation and through that lens, celebrating yourself is really crucial. It's an important part to be able to receive. There's an entire module in the hub about the art of receiving because you can ask the universe, you can take the action, you can write out your goals every single day. But if all you're doing is sitting in the, oh, well, I don't have enough or I'm not enough or it's not good enough yet, then that is what the universe will get will reflect back to you. Would you like daily text messages of support, positivity and love sent personally from me straight to your phone? Then sign up for Wake Up With Em. It's the affirmation service you didn't know you needed. The first month is free if you follow the link in the show notes. Good morning. You're awesome. Now I want to talk about why we don't necessarily always feel safe to celebrate because I know it's not just as simple as like, oh, well, now I've heard that key piece about manifestation. I'm going to start throwing myself a party. I cleaned the toilet, Derek. It's not like that. I get it. There is a lot of other stuff that's going on that is preventing us from being in self-celebration. And I'm going to make, this is such a sweeping and binary statement to make, but as a general rule, women are worse at self-celebrating and self-congratulating than men are. And we have to look at the patriarchy with that. Now, I'm not here to bash men. I think the patriarchy harms men as much as it harms women. But we cannot deny that when, and certainly in my generation, and I, I know the tide is turning, and I know we've still got a long way to go, but I really do hope for better for my nieces, my niece and that sort of generation of women and and the subsequent generation that will come up after them. But certainly, you know, I was brought up with like movies like Working Girl, you know, where it wasn't normal for women to have a seat at the table. They weren't at sea level. And if they were, they must have slept their way to the top. They must be a bitch. They must be pushing other women under the bus in order to get there because there was only one very rare spot for us to fill. And so when a man gets a promotion or when a man does something well, and again, I'm talking sweeping generalizations here, it's a clap on the shoulder, celebrate, throw it all over social media, whereas women tend to feel way more reserved in that celebration because we are perceived as being up ourselves, a bit of a bitch, a ball breaker. And so we don't tend to give ourselves permission in the same way that men do. It's like that statistic that every sort of quarter flows around social media about how when a man looks at a job description for a job that he might want to go for, if he thinks that maybe one day in the future he can do most of the things on the list, and right now he can only do, let's say, six out of ten of the things on the list, he'll apply for the job anyway. 
Whereas the woman will only apply for the job if she's absolutely certain that she can tick all 10 of those boxes and already has the relevant experience. And that's just patriarchy. That's patriarchal conditioning. So we must acknowledge that that is sort of part of the play here. And again, I know there are men who don't self-congratulate. I know there are men who feel embarrassed by their successes. I know there are men out there who don't shout loud when they get a promotion. I know that. Um, Of course, I can't talk for every single person on the planet. Of course, I'm talking in sweeping generalizations about the patriarchy. Then another reason that we don't, as women especially, tend to celebrate our wins in a way that is conducive with asking the universe for more of what it is that we want is our individual social conditioning and this is made up of the parents that we had the religion that we were born into the socioeconomic background that we were born into the bullying that we may or may not have experienced in the playground how our teachers were with us and a certain amount of course of our own personal born with pre-programmed personality but all behavior is learnt. And so what we have in terms of our conditioning will have a massive impact in how safe we feel about celebrating. So I'll give you an example of this. I was always a little bit of a show-off. I was born, my personality, before I came out of the womb, I was a show-off. I came, my dad always says I came out with my jazz hands flapping around. Must have been very uncomfortable for my mum. But, you know, I was just born, I liked being the centre of attention. And for years and years and years, I was told to be quiet. I was told to calm down. I was told to stop talking. And so by the time I got into my early adulthood and into my th- into my 30s, I kind of lost my voice. And I, I was embarrassed every time I was loud. So I would drink to cover the shame. So I got even louder. Does that make sense? So I was never really congruent with celebrating my wins. And to be honest, I didn't really have many wins because I was really trying to be somebody that I wasn't. You might have an example of that where, I don't know, maybe you won the egg and spoon race at school and you started like running around being like, yeah, yeah, I won, I won, I won. And your teacher was like, oh, calm down or don't show off or it's not nice to brag or little girls shouldn't be that loud or whatever it was, whatever narrative, whatever conditioning. Maybe you were born up in a certain religion that meant that the achievements of women weren't particularly vocalized maybe you learnt from learnt behavior from your mother or your sisters or your aunties or the women in your family that it was just literally better to take a back seat and we support the men and that's the women's role whatever your conditioning was start challenging it as an adult because just because you were born with that conditioning and it may very well have modeled your now behavior that doesn't mean that behavior can't change and that's the work of personal development it's the work of the hub it's the work I do with my clients is shifting through those paradigms that have us behave a certain way because it makes us feel safe a lot of us are shrinking ourselves because it feels unsafe to be all of who we are then we have to acknowledge that there is a certain element of human nature that's going on at play here like We are animals, first and foremost, as much as we may very well be spiritual beings having a human experience, we must acknowledge our humanness because it dictates so much of what we do and don't do in our lives. Why we call everything, well, why I call everything being unashamedly human, right? I acknowledge that I'm a spiritual being, but I am operating through a very human lens in a human body, having a human experience. As all human beings, we all have a phenomenal inbuilt wired protection mechanism for survival which means that we look for danger in every single situation that we are in 
We don't always look at the best case scenario. We often look at what's the most dangerous case scenario because if I know what the most dangerous case scenario is, I can prepare myself for that danger and I have a better chance of survival. Really, really, really useful when we were in our tribes and we were gathering and we were hunting and we were wearing cute little leopard print outfits that were actually like from a leopard. Like back in the day, really useful for us to be looking out for danger and in fact we still do it now right we we cross the road we don't think oh that bus bus probably will, will just probably stop for me we go oh there's a bus coming I'm, I'm not going to step out in front of the bus right that's dangerous and so to an extent we have a reptilian wiring which is very powerful which is always looking for danger it's always looking for the next thing that needs to be done it's always kind of airing on the worst case scenario so that we can be prepared to in order to survive if, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews, and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! So we have to acknowledge that it is almost human disposition, if you like, to sometimes be looking out for yeah but what next what else have I got to do next I don't, I don't want to get too safe I don't want to get too comfortable I don't want to celebrate too much because there's all this other stuff that needs to be done so just acknowledging that I always think is acknowledgement and self and consciousness around something is always the first step to changing anything so those are the three things that I think are really important that we cover and, and reasons that we probably don't celebrate ourselves. Number one, patriarchal conditioning. Then we've got number two, our own individual types of conditioning. And then obviously it's just human nature. All right, so what do we do about it, right? We've, we know it's really important to celebrate ourselves in terms of manifestation. We know why we don't often celebrate ourselves. So now what do we do about it? And I just want to run you through five things. I mean, the most important thing to do about it is to go deep into your individual social conditioning, like understanding where your fears are around being seen, where your fears are around success, where your fears are around attaching to something and then maybe it being taken away from you, your perfectionist strategies, your imposter syndromes, your reluctance to be particularly vulnerable because self-celebratory tendencies can be a very vulnerable place to be in. You know, it can be really vulnerable because you're being really, really seen, uh, especially if you have a narrative or a story or a paradigm that's around success or money not being safe for you or whatever it might be. So doing some work, there is something really exciting happening. The hub's not opening up until November of this year, but there is something else that's landing before that. So keep your eyes on my stuff if you are thinking about really delving into personal development and, and really showing up for yourself in that way and, and doing that deep work. There is something on the horizon with the Unashamedly Human brand. So committing to getting really curious about yourself, compassionately curious and, and asking yourself, okay, well, what has been my social conditioning that means that I do cringe at the idea of celebrating myself or acknowledging where my successes lie the second thing is to start small you know you don't have to go from I never celebrate my wins I never acknowledge my own achievements to all of a sudden just being like standing on a podium and throwing yourself a party and you know giving yourself some kind of weird gold medal medal that you made out of tinfoil like this is about starting small and acknowledging first and foremost with yourself when you've done something awesome. It doesn't have to have anything to do with anyone else. Most of my celebratory stuff gets done with me on my own, gets done through the lens of 
like how can I best support me today? Like if I was the guardian of me, if I was the parent of me, if I was the soul in charge of my human experience and my soul is pure love, my soul is pure abundance, my soul is just pure joy and prosperity and I'm guiding my human self through this experience of being Emily Chadbourne, like what would my soul say to me? And my soul is like, fucking rock on, you did it, well done, you're a bloody legend. I don't have to necessarily stand on a podium and be like, hey guys, excuse me, I need to make an announcement. I just cleaned my car, you know, or I just made a thousand dollars. Like, I don't need to do that. But I need to have that conversation with myself. So start small and start with yourself. It might be the smallest things I pick on, up on that, like, I washed my hair today. Like, I'm, I'm celebrating that with myself. <laughs> it doesn't need to be huge. It doesn't need to be monetary. And it doesn't need to even have anything to do with material wealth. It can be, you know, I was really kind to somebody today. Or I really stuck up for myself today. Or I voiced my opinion today. Those things need to be celebrated with you by you. The third thing is to use gratitude. And I know it sounds really tired. And I know it sounds really boring. But the reason that people bang on about gratitude all the time is because it is the greatest amplifier. So let's take little Rosie in her soft play area again, right? Let's say little Rosie goes to the soft play area and she's kind of hanging around and she's playing a bit and she doesn't look overly enthusiastic. But when she comes out, she turns around, and she's like, hey, thank you so much for taking me to soft play today. I really enjoyed that. You're more likely to take her back. Yeah, she doesn't need to be the most enthusiastic kid at the soft play area. But because she has communicated to you, I am, I'm actually really, really grateful for this experience, you are likely to take her back again. And again, the universe understands vibrational frequency and gratitude is one of the quickest ways to raise your vibrational frequency. This is scientifically proved. It's why people bang on about it all the time. Coaches, positive psychologists, manifesting gurus, spiritual leaders, people bang on about gratitude all the time because it really bloody works whether that is a gratitude journal, whether it is a gratitude rant, whether it is, you know, carving out some time every single day to sit in the gratitude of what have you done, not just the gratitude of what is the universe giving you, not just the gratitude of the water coming out of the tap, but like gratitude for yourself. How have you shown up for yourself today? Where's your level of integrity with yourself today? How have you get like built some trust with yourself today? So gratitude, again, to start with, just sort of self to self. Then we can move into self to others and others to self, right? So celebrating other people will get you in the habit of celebrating yourself. And there is something really lovely about sitting in the vibrational frequency of celebrating your mates. There's a thing, again, it just goes around social media all the time about like, uh, when you're down and out, you find out who your friends are. And I categorically actually disagree. I think it's really easy for people to crawl out of the woodwork when you're having a bit of a shit time and offer their sympathies and, and want a sort of front row seat to what's going on. I actually think the friends who, real stayers, are the ones who shout the loudest when you win, who no matter what is going on in their own life, will stand up and applaud when something goes well in yours. They're the friends. And you get to be that friend for somebody else. Having a bit of a shit time, having some money worries, having, you know, whatever it might be going on behind the scenes, but your mate gets a win, you stand up and you cheer the loudest for them. So get yourself a bragging buddy that you would love to celebrate, that you think deserves that celebration. And, you know, it can be as, 
it doesn't need to be loud and outrageous. It can just be like a, a text message or a post on Facebook or whatever it is or send a bunch of flowers or it doesn't matter what it is, but really give them space to be celebrated by you. And then over time, find someone that you trust to celebrate to yourself. You don't go and choose your bloody mate, Sandra, who's jealous as all hell and who ridicules anybody in their success because she's got so much of her own shit that she's refusing to deal with. Like, don't choose her as the person that you're going to start celebrating with. Find somebody who is doing the work in self-reflection, moving through their own fucking traumas and their own social conditioning so that they can be in a place where they can be happy for you and you can be happy for them. And again, what I love about the hub community, you'll always hear me bang on about how amazing the hub community is. And it's one of the components that really stands out against all the other personal development programs out there where you're kind of just like left to do the videos by yourself. Like I'm live every single week, every Monday. um, And the community itself is just so phenomenal. And it's a really safe space for people to practice celebrating their wins because not everybody has, you know, parents that understand that it's okay to brag, right? Not everybody has a group of friends where they won't be looked down upon or, you know, judged or they don't have siblings who won't be jealous or whatever it is. So again, like finding a safe space where you can practice being in self-congratulatory vibrational frequency and you can congratulate others. And then the fifth one is to give yourself permission. And that really is as simple as like just deciding, right? I decide today that I have permission to find joy in my own life and to recognize my achievements, recognize my talents, to recognize when something is going really well for me. And I give myself permission to look expansively in the metrics that I latch onto. So one of the things that my coach and I worked on this this year with me was the only metric I was looking at really in business was money, how much money I was making, as opposed to how many people were landing on my landing page, how many people were engaging me in conversation, how many people were, how many of my clients were having these fucking amazing wins. You will have noticed recently in my social media, and especially on my Instagram, Unashamedly Emily, that I'm really celebrating all of my clients and all of their wins at the moment. That's because that's a huge metric of their success, but also mine. And I get to mutually, we mutually get to celebrate that together. And, you know, I'm not doing the work, but I am providing the space for them to do the work. And, you know, I think that has been a real game changer. And literally, it was like once I started doing that and putting my focus there, it's like floodgates opened and more money came because it was no longer me just being at, you know, looking specifically for money as the only metric. Because when you look expansively, you'll realize that there are so many examples of success around you. Sure, you've still got 4000 of that $5,000 to make, but maybe you've made $1,000 by the 10th of the month and you've had three clients who've written you amazing testimonials and you've you know, had somebody completely out of the blue send you a PM saying, hey, thank you for doing that post the other day. It really resonated with me. Like, those are things to celebrate. So give yourself to s- permission to celebrate even the most random things. And I promise you that over time, if you're willing to continue doing that work, celebrating them becomes this awesome amazing conversation that you have on a vibrational level with the universe and it becomes a key component to manifesting more in your life whether that is money whether it's health whether it's connection celebrating what you already have what you already are what you've already achieved 
it's just it's a delightful experience more than anything else what a delightful way to live your life all right gorgeous people thank you very much i'm gonna jump into the comments i've always been told i'm too much for people yeah and who says that who's who's decided that somebody who themselves probably isn't enough for themselves i would imagine hurt people hurt people right so you know allowing giving yourself permission to find the people with whom you vibe with i.e you're not going to be too much for is is a really important part of that process so yeah like again that comes back to i give myself permission to be me and i'm safe and i'm loved and i'm secure in me with me and you know i don't need you playing small to affect me because that's your choice but this one is mine so yeah go for your life and start celebrating start small if you need to but start celebrating how bloody glorious you are all right thank you all very much for joining me if you're joining me live lots of you on live today it's really nice to see if you would like to join me live as i record these episodes head across to my free facebook group unashamedly human with emily chabon follow me on insta unashamedly emily and i will see you back here in a fortnight's time oh and of course if you've enjoyed this episode share the shit out of it that's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live. All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it on your socials. And please tag me, Unashamedly Emily. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, then please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth. So let your mates know all about this podcast. If you're interested in joining my global coaching community, the Unashamedly Human Hub, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.